This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. One of Alabama's congressional members believes that the allowance within Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act should not be authorized again for the FBI to use. This comes in light of last week's interview of FBI Director Christopher Wray within the House Judiciary Committee. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore sits on that committee, and he spoke recently with 1819 News Editor-in-Chief Jeff Poor on FM Talk 106.5 Automobile. We, as as members of the Judiciary Committee, are, we're looking at FISA reauthorization, 702 section, where they actually are spying. The, the Patriot Act was well-intended years ago, but the, the FBI and government agencies have used that to spy on American citizens. So we have a we're at a crossroads and we may not reauthorize 702. I think we have to limit the FBI's power to collect data on American citizens, civil liberties issues. And so, and, and you know, another, another thing I think was interesting and I, and I asked Ray himself, myself, I said, so under your watch though, the FBI offered Twitter $3 million to quieten the Hunter Biden laptop. What if that would have been Eric Trump's laptop? Would it have been leaked? Would we have known just before an election what was going on with the president's son? So why do you pay a million dollars for a dossier to hurt Trump and you squash a $3 million story or you spend $3 million to squash a story on a laptop for Hunter Biden just before an election? That is why the American people have lost trust and it is a concern. Well, this week starts out with some good news regarding a young woman from Hoover who went missing on Thursday night after stopping alongside the road of Interstate 459 to help a child that was seen running there. This past Saturday night, Carly Russell showed up to her home after being missing for 48 hours. Since the time of the young woman's disappearance, Hoover authorities have launched a massive search of the area in order to locate Russell. The young woman was taken to a hospital for medical evaluation. Police will sit down and talk to Russell about the timeline of what happened when she was last heard screaming while on a cell phone with a family member. That's when the family members lost contact with Russell and ended up calling police. The woman's vehicle was still running and her personal belongings inside when police made it to the scene where she first pulled over along the highway. Russell was nowhere to be found, neither a child. Russell's family immediately called police when she showed up at the home on Saturday night and posted to social media that God had answered their prayers for her to return to them alive and well. The story will no doubt have more details emerging in the days ahead. And when it comes to the redistricting process here in Alabama, that will begin in earnest this week as state lawmakers are working towards a judge's deadline. State lawmaker Matt Simpson seems to believe that those who launched the lawsuit in the first place to have congressional and state districts redrawn may very well regret their decision. Simpson spoke about it a few days ago at the Eastern Shore Republican Women's Club. Simpson believes that by 2024, all seven congressional districts will be controlled by Republicans. He says that in creating two districts with a majority of minority voters will create a razor-thin margin that puts the Republicans in play in taking control if they get the votes out. Simpson also referred to the Alabama Republican Party's mighty Alabama strike force that normally goes to other states to energize registered voters, but Simpson believes that group will likely turn its attention to its own home state. And remember when the U.S. Supreme Court returned the abortion issue to states to decide on? That happened last year. Alabama's law prohibiting abortions went into effect at that point. 
One pro-abortion doctor from California said she will be seeking to raise money to create an offshore clinic off the coast of Alabama in order to perform abortions for women. Dr. Meg Autry said this would not involve any cost for the female patients and would be a way of circumventing the state law. Now we're finding out from 1890 News reporter Erica Thomas that the project is virtually dead in the water at this point. Thomas spoke with Autry about the nonprofit she created called Protecting Reproductive Rights of Women Endangered by State Statutes, or Prowess for short. Autry told Thomas that she can't get the funding that is necessary. She's only getting small donors involved. Autry is seeking 10 to $12 million to get a vessel retrofitted so that it can conduct medical procedures offshore. She also says donors are reluctant to invest in such a risky endeavor. Autry also admitted that it's not clear where that ship would ultimately dock and when, or how patients would first get to the ship from shore and what shore that would or could be. The mayor of Orange Beach has already indicated that he will do everything possible to make sure boats going to that abortion ship are not launching from Orange Beach. Well, the sales tax holiday is coming up for parents here in Alabama who want to save a little money on getting their kids ready with school supplies and clothing. The back-to-school sales tax holiday begins this coming Friday and runs until midnight on Sunday. Clothing that is valued at less than $100 per item will be exempt from this sales tax. The exemption also includes computers, tablets, and printers that are less than $750 each and books under $30 each. Some of the cities and municipalities are also removing their local sales tax along with the state. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com national news. Well, it's been over two weekends now since the release of the movie Sound of Freedom, and so far that movie has grossed $85 million. The film was put out by Angel Studios this year after they fought long and hard to get the rights to that movie from Disney. The movie was actually filmed and produced five years ago, but after Disney brought the rights to that movie, they mysteriously refused to release the movie in theaters. Sound of Freedom is based on the true events of a former Department of Homeland Security agent seeking to save children from international sex trafficking rings that includes government officials within other countries as well as the U.S., Actor Jim Caviezel plays the DHS agent Tim Ballard in this movie. Caviezel has been likened to a conspiracy theorist by some in the media because he has named global elites as the ones who have maintained and profited off of the child sex trafficking rings. He is also railed against the CIA for taking part in these international crimes. Here is what Caviezel said on a podcast with Lieutenant General Michael Flynn when a recent article about his accusations of the CIA came out suggesting that the CIA will get retribution on Caviezel. I just saw this from Wall Street Silver. It says his days are numbered, referencing me. They will make it look like an accident. He is likely correct. The CIA does this, and it is used for blackmailing their assets in high places to keep them in line. Hollywood actor Jim Caviezel says CIA operates world's biggest pedophile ring. I'm not scared in the least bit. I gave... God brought me into Hollywood to become an actor. He asked me to do that. He was my intel officer, the greatest God, the only God. And he loved me enough to give me a purpose in my life because I was the lowest of the low at that time. And I would gladly trade my life to save these little ones. So like David, I love my God. I love him so much I would give my life for him. Do you understand that? My life is okay, especially if it saves these little ones. 
The governor of Iowa signs a heartbeat law that will greatly reduce the number of abortions that take place in that state. Governor Kim Reynolds says that her state is protecting the innocent and defenseless despite the abortion industry's best attempts to the contrary. This now makes Iowa the 25th state in the union to put stricter laws in place surrounding when an abortion can happen. The Iowa law prohibits the abortion once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which is right around the six-week mark within a pregnancy. A federal judge has lifted an injunction on a state law in Kentucky that bans the use of hormone therapy and sex change surgery for those under the age of 18. The injunction had been put in place last month in response to a lawsuit from the American Civil Liberties Union and the National Center for Lesbian Rights. The lifting of that injunction by U.S. District Judge David Hale means that the law now goes into effect. Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron called this a win for parents and children. Kentucky now joins 20 other states, including Alabama, with this ban on transgender procedures for minors. A soccer coach in Tennessee who is in trouble with the law for the rape of young boys is also an illegal immigrant. Camilo Campos was first taken into police custody this past June when he left his cell phone at a restaurant and videos were found on that phone of the coach sexually assaulting the young victims. Republican Tennessee congressional members now say this egregious crime is further proof that every town is a border town and every state a border state. The Williamson County Soccer League, under which Campos was supposedly working, says that Campos was coaching within the Hispanic community and had not been officially licensed or approved by the league. The son of a Canadian pastor is making a plea to the European Parliament about his own country being ruled by tyrants. Nathaniel Palowski delivered the speech in Brussels, Belgium, on behalf of his father, Pastor Arthur Palowski, who preached to Canadian truckers during a massive protest in Canada's capital city that was held just last year. My father was just found guilty of inciting mischief for giving a sermon to the truckers when they went and stood for our rights in 2022. A Christian sermon that referenced the Solidarity Movement was criminal in our government's eyes. A charge that has a penalty of up to 10 years in prison. This case sets a precedent to all Canadians and the world, if you allow this to happen, that anybody, including politicians and media, do not have the freedom to say or express what they have on their hearts for fear that what they say is mischief and could be liable to prison. I myself have been charged for preaching and reading the Bible publicly because the government claims the Bible isn't inclusive and is hateful. This is what the Canadian government is doing to us. So please, I ask you for this, for help and to pressure Canada on this matter and to help us deal with our oppressors who act like modern day Caligulas. Trudeau is a modern day Caligula. We cannot allow these, mo- these mad emperors to run mad. The Freedom Convoy was in protest of the mandated COVID-19 vaccines in that country by the Canadian government. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. 
I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.